0: Welcome to our podcast, Today is
1: Weird. We are your hosts, Raya and Alex. Two friends living in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, talking about how intuition operates and when things get weird. Weird.
0: Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We're here with Laurel. Um, Alex and I are together at my studio, and Laurel's dialing in from her beautiful countryside home in England. Yeah, so we're going to dive into who Laurel is and what she's all about. I know we've kind of mentioned her in a couple episodes, we've been really pumped about this episode. But first, just to kind of connect and check in, let's start with you, Laurel. How have you been?
2: What are you feeling
0: these days?
2: I've had, honestly, a pretty, like, major week. (laughs) Um, So... to go backwards like yesterday we went to glastonbury which always feels magical we're like 14 miles away so just being in that energy was um felt like super major um in like a very soothing peaceful way um and i actually had a pretty wild like mystical experience but um like the wildest thing about it was that it really felt like no big deal like I had this wild experience and then while it was happening and then right after I was just like, all right, cool. Like I'm just going to keep walking along this path. Like it just felt like very normal and ordinary. Like it was this thing that's just like available to us all the time and it's just there in everyone. And it's actually like, not like special. (laughs) So um, that was cool. And also tuning into this, like, energy that's in me that I've really been like judging and kind of like pushing aside and like feeling like it's totally worthless um for like many 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 years and like this week I sort of was like oh actually that's like my truest like like my truest essence (laughs) is like this thing that I've been like pushing away and like coming to that realization like felt like kind of ridiculous because that's part of like what I'm all about is like you know getting into that stuff that we kind of like push aside or ignore and and I was like oh I've been really doing that like hard um so I don't know I feel like it it felt like a a bunch of a bunch of stuff shifted I'm still processing and I'm still digesting but um yeah it's it's been a great week overall over here in England for me awesome how about (laughs) y'all Yeah,
0: it sounds like you're integrating some big pieces. And also, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Alex, you always say, like, it's the everyday moments or it feel What is it? You have some sort of phrase that talks about how spirituality is, like... Am I making this up? I don't know. Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm making it up. I'm making it up. Yes, I have it. It's trademarked. It's a trademarked <laughs> phrase uh, about uh, everyday spirituality. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is. It's in those little those little moments but i don't think it was me who said it but okay um it's true though it does resonate good i mean same same i love the dropping in it's so funny um when we had suzanne on my friend she uh her husband was listening to the podcast and he was like he was like it's so funny like alex just like dropped right in and you were like i'm gonna I'll be there. Uh, like, we were talking about how I was like, yeah, our podcast, we just, like, drop right the fuck in. Um, and Suzanne was talking about how she's, like, it took, like, it takes her a while to kind of drop right in. And mm-hmm. um, that's, like, how she how she works. It's no judgment, of course, at all. Uh, we were just talking about it. And I love it. Like, you were just like, boop. I think you're an Enneagram 4. We're going to have Enneagram next week. Where Enneagram's, Enneagram 4s, we were just like... Let's do the thing. Go deeper. <laughs> Let's on. get to the heart of the matter. And so I love it because it's like I can like feel like the visual and the feeling of what you were talking about that like resonance because I I feel this I don't know deep connection to I, I fully realize there are lots going there's a lot going on logistically of course in our realities right now but hmm. it feels like this like deep dropping in that. Is like so the way I guess I'll describe it too. And I was listening to some astrology this morning, so there's influence of that as well. Like it's like this deep well that that is available right now to drink from that will will not be available again. And it's like if you have it's a little bit of a speakeasy thing. If you have the passcode, if you have the code, right? Because you've kind of been reading the universal codes, is how I'll put it. Like you're able to drink from this well that's going to be magical the rest of your life. like this magical like space that you can go to that you can like be a part of the rest of your life. but I guess maybe this is this is also this would be then my like human judgment coming in of I don't know, there's not a lot of people who are accessing that <laughs> well, I feel I don't know I get that's where my human comes in but it's it and it's there and it's gonna it's gonna literally. I mean, I guess I can't say literally there, but it's like a DNA change. It's like a shift. Or, or some people have been talking about like the DNA waste releasing. So I've been like nerding out on the glymph system, which is like our waste removal. Like, you can think of the lymph and then the glymph, and it's like connected to different cellular structures that we create in the brain aside from neurons. Anyways, I could go into a whole thing about that. It's like a whole podcast episode. (laughs) So it's just interesting because it's like getting rid of that DNA waste, which I think, Mm. I can't remember. I think that was talked about in some of the astrology stuff. But it's like getting rid of that, but also drinking from this. And again, I don't want to say secret. Well, it's just like the universal codes are like, this is available. This is open. Um, And so like what I see visually there too is like this This field where different people are kind of diving in and going, um, and taking a taking a drink, and everybody knows the appropriate amount for themselves as well, which is really beautiful. Mm. And this is something that's going to sustain the rest of the the time. The time, your soul essence, really is how I think of it too. I
0: love that. Yeah, it's a big time. (laughs) I'm into that. Definitely feels like a portal of some sort. Yeah, you know,
1: really like a purest archetype, really pure Mm. portal too. Like just as like pure essence of like connecting to that, that's available. That again is gonna sustain forever. Wow, that that
0: makes sense. Yeah, I mean, even Mm. just resonating with what Laurel was saying, it does feel like this time of integrating a really big piece of yourself. And stepping into, that's what I've been resonating with anyway, is like, yeah, finish up whatever you need to finish up so you can, like, up-level, and this time we're jumping three steps, you know? <laughs> right. This kind of thing. Things like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I've been feeling kind of numb and a little, but I also recognize that sometimes in my process, like, I actually detach before big things happen because I kind mm. of have to. Um, but I've been feeling kind of numb in this in this idea of there's a lot of stuff happening in the world. Obviously, it just continues to increase, and some things have happened in friends' lives and, like, personal lives recently that have been really heavy. And I'm just, like, I'm kind of numb to it, but I'm also realizing that I'm no longer feeling other people's feelings, <laughs> which is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Like Thank it actually, you. Yeah, it's a good thing. So it feels like a healthy numbness that I'm kind of retraining my system how to feel only my feelings unless I choose... Or feel, like, aligned to kind of dial in or have permission, really, to, like, feel other people's feelings. But, yeah. anyway, super interesting time for sure. Yeah. Today is weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> truly, truly, truly.
0: Okay, cool. Well, let me just go ahead and introduce Laurel just a little bit. Lovely, lovely human that used to do fantastic jewelry and kind of slid slowly and now has accelerated into her human design readings which I know we've mentioned on the podcast a few times before. I'm a splenic projector and Alex sacral is a generator. sacral generator. <laughs> Although we have some questions about Alex's chart because Alex yeah, yeah, believes I've that she's a projector.
1: No. <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, I just relate to being a projector. <laughs> yes, that's all.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't mean every to call time you I. Re- oh no, it's really cool. Every time I read stuff on projectors, I'm like, oh, that's how I feel. It's really interesting. That's but actually like
2: that. Okay, I need to maybe I should actually just pull up your chart real quick. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I am curious, because I think there are a lot of things that were like, oh, projectors are like this and generators yeah. are like this. And it doesn't really leave a whole lot of
1: room for like the
2: holistic experience. Right. Um, when well, I'm a
1: five one, we get per five one, five two, I read, get projected upon the profile. Yes. Yeah. Big time. Um, and I have a filled in heart so people lo- or heart ego so people look look to that to how to feel that's what I also read and we've done a, a reading of course so yeah that was super so helpful yeah, I
2: have your stuff I have your oh books. oh, I'm, I'm well, saved
1: maybe I'm
0: while the she files. pulls it up we can just <laughs> say a little bit about I mean and I obviously can't describe it as well as Laurel can but Human design is another system for you to kind of understand more about yourself and get some insight and and reflection on how you work. The way that I've always thought about it is more like how you work energetically. I don't know if that would resonate, Laurel, but it Mm. is a very complex system. So like what Alex was saying, there's a certain type, there's a certain um, profile, I think it's called, right? Like the 5-1 profile, and then there's certain centers that kind of relate to your chakra centers that are either open or closed, defined or undefined. Um, and I've reversed those, so open is undefined, defined is closed. Um, but anyway, very complex chart, you can look it up online, and also if you want kind of an intro on some of the information, Laurel has some great resources on her website, which she can pub at any moment or at the end, you can sign up for your, uh, her newsletter and download a little workbook that kind of breaks down the basics of the types. And she also has some workshops on her website to kind of figure out your chart. So I don't want to go too much into the charts and breaking everything down for people. There's a lot of information out there. I would much rather talk about some bigger, wider scope things. But definitely yeah. maybe talking some about Alex's chart will give some insight into for people and like what it could be like having a reading with you or like some of the things that you can take away from a chart.
2: So... First thing, I just want to, this is like so perfect because I have, I've been mulling this over around human design type, which is sort of like that highest level, which is like, I'm an Aquarius or I'm a Leo. So, you know, Alex, you're a generator, uh, Rhea, you're a projector, I'm a projector too. Um, but the thing is that like these energetics, like just because you're a generator, you can still have like, there's like within us, there's these energies like connecting, the easiest way to say this so consistent energies within you and some of those may be like projector energies so you can still be a generator or a manifester and have like projector energy within you like if you're a projector like you pretty much generally only have a projector energy. <laughs> you can still like manifest you know you can still like it like feel things in your like gut in your womb space like of course like I feel like Sometimes we really do take this in a really dogmatic way, or like, you know, we can be like, oh, I'm doing it wrong, or I feel this way, and this like doesn't feel right because of like what I read about me human design. And then, you know, we start like judging ourselves or like questioning like our own like that inner guidance. And that's really mm-hmm. not what it's meant to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, Alex, you do have a projecting channel. So there is this energy within you that's like <laughs> it's like your like intuition and in, like your it's like connected to that willpower connected to that, like um, your power to like that life force energy to like exert, exert what you know to be true, like into the world. Like, and so if that energy, like if people aren't ready for it, if people aren't ready for that, like strong dose of like, you know, that like, bam, like, this is what I know, then it can feel like, oh I wasn't seen I wasn't recognized for my gifts <laughs> and like you know, some of that bitterness can kind of creep in so um yes you're totally
1: mm. true there <laughs> truer, <laughs> words, <laughs> truer words have never been spoken <laughs> oh, I'm like oh right and I think I think we can like oh sorry oh uh So it's so funny because my husband's a generator and he feels like he has like energy to burn. I never really feel that way. But I can also, I also know too, like especially with readings, whenever I close my eyes, I can always tell if they're a projector. In fact, sometimes I'll say, have you done a human design in a reading? Because it's so interesting. They're all structured differently, which I think you can speak to for sure. And it's like these different planes and these different mirrors and these different, it's like. It's like, um, sometimes it'll look like a fun house mirror. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's an analogy, so it's hard to really fully describe it. So the energy of a projector is so like that I know, like, and so I love that you were like, projectors are projectors. Cause it is, I don't necessarily relate to that energetic, but I relate to like pieces of it. And so it was right. really interesting um, like I like to sleep alone. Like I have trouble sleeping next to, and I and I like obviously it's nothing nothing to do with my my love for Tom. I love him, but he like energetically like w- like it's like waves of energy, and my I, I wake up and I'm like, oh my, what are you processing? <laughs> and like I I will get like frustrated if I wake up and I feel like I'm in his energy. I want to be in my right. own energy, so. I was like, is this what it's like to be you? Kinda. <laughs> I was like, is this what it's and like then, to be a projector? So, yeah. And you, you're
2: also like pretty open. Um, you know, I think that's another thing that like projectors are all like super open and empathic. And like, um, yes, a lot of that is true. But like a pro- you can be a projector and have like almost an entirely defined chart like with almost everything colored in and you can be a generator with like an almost empty you know empty energy not empty energy that's like not a good way of saying
1: that undefined
2: <laughs> um so yeah I is he emotional like an emotional I think he's thing?
1: sacral too okay.
2: Does <laughs> you know if he has that well whatever we can we can look at all this later <laughs> yeah reason, but it, it like is
1: and, and he and he does the like hmm like makes a lot of, and I, I'll sometimes do that to respond for sure but he makes a lot of like noises like what with is his, his mouth, and he's
2: not a manifesting
1: generator. No, he's generator.
2: Hmm. Interesting. So interesting. I'd be yeah. surprised if he wasn't emotionally defined, but
1: yeah. Well, it's interesting. Like his brother, who has passed, uh, he passed in a car accident <clears throat> many years ago, was kind of well. We know a medium, but I was like chatting with him. I was like, I wonder what his human design was, and I got his info, and he was a reflector, which is super <gasps> interesting no. for like how he kind of lived his life and. Um, you know, I actually had coffee with a reflector recently and I was like, tell me what it's like. I love it. (laughs) Like, I, you know, human design is just so, it's just so beautiful. I think of like how much I like, cause you know, we're like generators, we respond yes or no. And it's interesting because, um, I, and that I, I somewhat relate to, I don't relate to options. <laughs> they're, they're always like, give yeah. generators options. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yes. Well, it's but, supposed
2: yeah. to be like the yes or the, you get two options. And it's yeah. like yes or no. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. And so it's interesting. I've been trying to live more into the like, yes, know what's a yes. And I watch myself override that a lot. And it's Mm. so fascinating to be like, okay, what if, and I love this with human design, it's like, what if we all fully lived our design? Mm. You know, like, what would that look like? And it's like... Joy, (gasps) harmony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say no to a lot more shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but... Yeah. Well, and
0: with the reading with me, you said that, and just to clarify, you said that projectors are like holograms, yes. which I felt I like was a perfect that. way to describe it, where we do have like energy, but it is kind of like a projector screen of it's a, it's a hologram and it is kind of fragile in that way. And I have had reflection with you before being like, I know that you, I completely validate you in having projector tendencies, but you work so much more than I do. Like, I don't have the energy you have for sure. So yeah. there is there are some differences and
1: Yeah, it's so I was, like complex. talking about how many clients I see a week and Raya was like,
2: "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> How many okay, now I'm curious, how many do you see a
1: week? Uh, I see thirteen to fifteen. they're <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like no <laughs> I mean it's three to four a day. Uh, and sometimes six days a week, but that's if I take like a Uh, a chunk of time off during the week or something. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, three is my max for readings. I'll never see more than three. That's when I'm, like, my energy is tapped out from that. But
2: One day I did, like, six or seven. It was when I was in New York. It was in Maha Rose. Um, And, yeah, I felt by the end of the day, like, I literally, like, couldn't. Like, I felt like someone had put me in, like, a top and just, like, spun the (laughs) top around, like, a hundred times. Like, I couldn't. I could barely move. Um, yeah, that generator energy, like that consistent life force energy, which actually I did want to mention, um, because I think that's another common, like, or just like a weird thing where people are like, what the fuck does that mean? Where you say like undefined center or like open center or closed center. And it's just that like, you have a consistent like way of expressing energy there and um that's like yours it's always there it's always yours and it definitely doesn't mean that like you can't express or experience other energies it's just like that they may come and go you may experience them through other people um if you try to consistently embody or inhabit those energies like that's probably when you're going to run into like frustration um but yeah it just means that like you have this consistent way of expressing energy in the world and um
0: when it's defined right be like, yeah. oh, what? when it's defined right
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, if it's open, you actually are like potentially. Well, you're amplifying the energy of others. Like you're kind of experiencing that energy. Um, reflectors are like wide open, so they're just constantly like taking in and experiencing <laughs> the energy of like the people and the environment and the community that they're surrounded by, which is super amazing. Um, and then also, we're all affected by like the transits as well, like in astrology. So you know, if the sun is in gate, like right now, the sun is in gate fifty seven. Um, which is all about like intuition, and it's so I love your well analogy because we just came out of Gate Forty Eight, which is the well, um, and which like Hecate actually the asteroid Hecate activates in me, which like was another like mind blowing realization this week. Um.
1: So yeah. Amazing. So design. how do you? So, I'd love to hear how you discovered human design and then also like how it's it. Uh, so I will say it like this. I don't want to speak for your experience. Like how it, it feels like that has, it, it's, it's like part of what's opened up to like all of these different tools that you utilize. Cause it sounds like you utilize like, of, of course, astrology, cause that's part of human design and then gene keys yeah. and yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit about that, especially like at your everyday intuition as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, so your path and then yeah. how, like, this, this modality has expanded within your practice and also your offerings.
2: Okay, um, I feel like that was, like, five questions. <laughs> yeah. <Which is laughs> so sorry. Which is great. No, um, okay, where, where shall I start? Give, uh, what,
1: I guess I can start, well, no. How did you find it? Yeah, how'd you find human design?
2: I think honestly it was way back when like Lacey Phillips like interviewed Jenna Zoe and I was doing her work and um was like okay what's this human like at that point I was like trying to grow the jewelry business and it was like just totally burning myself out I was like miserable all the time it was like you know part of me like really loved the jewelry and part of me was like as a projector I'm like building my own business, I'm working, like, 60 hours a week, this is a nightmare, um, and yet I was still, like, how can I make it bigger, you know, while, like, killing myself, um, so then, you know, I found the human design thing, and it was, like, oh, you're a projector, you're really only, like, built to work, like, two to four hours a day, um, and, like, all of this other stuff, and, um, yeah, it just sort of, like, set off, it was, like, a chain, like, you know, dominoes where one thing led to another thing. And then I got to the point where I was like, Wow, like I don't even want to make jewelry anymore. Like I can't do this. Um I really just want to work with like energy. And like that felt so good. Like it felt just like a massive weight that I just like like, you know, dropped. And I was like no longer tied to that thing. Um of course it took time, you know, from that point, I think I still make jewelry for like, I don't know, another like almost, like, two years, probably, just as I was trying to, like, figure out how to transition, and I didn't even know that I wanted to do human design at first. I was, like, well, it's not jewelry, but, like, what the fuck is it? Um, A pretty terrifying, like, identity crisis, and as I kept going down that rabbit hole, it's just, like, oh, actually, like, I really love this, like, I could study this all day, Um, like, I, this, like, this is what I want to do, like, this feels good, so yeah, started doing readings, definitely started trying to do them before I was like ready, like for sure, which is, I think a really big thing right now. Like I did see the <laughs> channel, like when she was doing her like reader training, it was like a weekend training. It was basically like get certified in like a weekend and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, which I'm sure it was like good, valuable information, but at the same time it was like a little bit and this is my own opinion but I I think that there's like a really like an integrity piece and like an embodiment piece like I think this is the kind of thing where like you really have to like like you can start feeling it immediately but I think to like talk to others or like guide others through it like you really need to have like a visceral experience of like what it is
0: it's so Um, complex yeah so yeah
2: yeah yeah so, um, so yeah, I definitely started. I was like, oh, I really want to do this. And, like, my ego for sure got in the way a ton. And I was like, yeah, I want to do this now. Wasn't ready at all. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just kept, kept practicing and kept going. And, like, a bunch of really magical synchronicities popped up. And, um, yeah, I guess that more recently, like, in the past year, I've been thinking that, like, human design like it wasn't everything like it felt like sort of like a gateway piece it was like human design was a way for me to like make speak to this like level of a person's like soul or like be able to even like kind of get their mind on board with who they are because you know you can like tell a person or like give a person information about like how do I want to say this how can I say this how does it want to be said?
0: Hmm.
2: Um, it gets much easier when we can give our mind something to like look at and be like, oh, well, it's in my human design chart <laughs> like that I'm supposed to be like this. You know, it's not just like something that I'm pulling, out, pulling out of my ass. It's like, oh my, I, I do have a really strong intuition. And like, I can count on like, those those, like hits of information that can come through or I can count on like if I just don't feel right about something like it's not right because I had like my emotional authority to fall back on um or you know I don't have to like struggle to prove myself because like I don't have a defined will and like that's just not like in the cards for me like I can release that part of me it's just like so affirming and like permission to just be exactly who you are um which is still hard, you know, even with that information, even with like the actual like map of like yourself, like it's still difficult, but um, I do think it's easier when we have that map and it can open so much and it can just be so affirming when you can see, like, especially lately with the asteroids, like I feel like they've kind of like reignited this like magical wonder that I have for human design. Cause it's like this whole new layer that usually isn't talked about. And like really diving into those like feminine archetypes and seeing those activations and yeah, seeing what pops up and it's usually like always, it's always like so spot on. And so like, yes, I did know that I like really needed to count on like this deep inner wisdom that I don't trust. And that has just been confirmed for me that like (laughs) that is exactly the spot that I need to be focusing on. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Does that. Does that answer
0: yeah. <clears throat> what I hear you <laughs> saying like, is, is that,
2: time?
0: yeah, it's created a structure, right, mm. for you to then dive deeper into your intuition or your gifts, and it's and it's validating, and that's how I felt. I mean, doing a couple wow. different readings over time with you um, has been probably the most validated I've ever been, like in a system. <sighs> No, it's true. It's It's very true. (laughs) And I, yeah, because it is this beautiful structure that is so complex, that incorporates the I Ching, um, you know, which also kind of connects to the gene keys, which now is kind of its own modality, which I know that you have been like incorporating in your practice. The astrology pieces, like the chakras or like these centers in the body. It's just, it's, everything is layered in there. It's so insane. Um, Yes. But I'm curious if that, like how your intuition kind of worked or evolved. I mean, I hear you even describing it with this system. It's kind of really helped you hone in on it and create a deeper relationship with it. But what, how would you kind of describe how your intuition works and, you know, before you had this structure and also now that it's so clarified with the structure?
2: So before, I really feel like, I feel like I didn't, I definitely didn't trust my intuition. And I also kind of feel like I didn't have a connection to my intuition. Um, I think for a really long time, well, when I was a little kid, I was like super into like anything occult and esoteric, like to the point that it freaked out my mom. Like we would go to the public library and I headed straight to the books about like mystery of the pyramids. And, you know, she was like, she like creeper out, you know, or like aliens or like the mysteries of Atlantis and the Bermuda triangle. Um, but then at some point I like was like, I'm going to be rational, you know? and like, astrology is a sham. And like, so from probably my teens through like my twenties, I was like, I'm too cool for that stuff. And then I don't even remember like when I kind of like started to like, shed that, like, layer, but um, it took a really long time, I think, especially with jewelry, like, I definitely felt like that stuff, like, those designs, like, would just drop in, and it was so easy for me to just, like, make, I mean, I think, I think I make really cool jewelry. They were so Um, beautiful.
0: I know you still get emails all the time, like literally on your Instagram and on your website. are like, I don't make jewelry anymore. Please don't email me because people (laughs) loved it so much. It was so beautiful. Yeah.
2: Thanks. Yeah. I still, I, I, I love the jewelry so much, but, um, yeah, it's such a relief to not be actually like in the business anymore. Um, but I also think I definitely like, extracted so much from like the feminine side like the masculine part of me was just like make 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 like keep going keep going like you know answer those emails and was just such a like so overbearing that like the feminine part of me was just like like this shrunk into this like tiny little ball um like this protective layer that it took me a really 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 long time to kind of like Undo the damage, um, so I think just human design helped with that. And just in that, it was like, oh, it's okay to be yourself. Like, it's okay to be you. Um, and then really like understanding those energetics of like how I was like extracting from my feminine or like without in like an unsustainable way. Um, And also the feelings thing was a really big piece for me because I have emotional authority. So another thing about human design is that it really tells you, like, how, like, what piece of you you can tune into to really make the best decisions. Um, So, like, we all have intuition, of course. Um, And then we also all have, like, layers, different layers of intuition, I think. Um, And I also want to make this... um, put this little disclaimer in here that like just because someone doesn't have like the spleen technically in human design is like really the seat of like this pure primal intuition um and if you don't have it defined that like certainly doesn't mean that you don't have access to it um in fact one of the things that I've really been like diving into with like the asteroids and other stuff even is like why is it only like these planets like it were you know when you look at the a normal human design chart, it's like why are those there? yeah others are excluded. So you could like throw your Chiron in the mix or like any other asteroid and it like make make you kind of like a different like it's gonna add another layer to your chart um, So that's another piece where I'm like really still like working out like the types because it was like okay what, what does it mean if like this activates this and I mean I guess I'm just gonna trust, Trust the info that like came through um, to Raw. Oh, um, getting off track. Where was I? In no, Twitch. but maybe I, if yeah. you could
0: describe like yeah, how Human Design was created. This guy Raw, which I oh. know, if, if it's okay to say that he's like it come through her, her permission.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like she has yeah. to get permission. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. We hung out with Rob <laughs> Hung out with raw Laura. Laurel and I hung out with Rob you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like magical headwear. Uh, I still like can't get I, I will say, like, I can't get over the fact that he like looked me dead in the eyes in the reading, which I have my eyes closed, but and was like, I developed human design so that we can see the difference between humans and AIs in the future. And like I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like and I'm out. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Bye. Just very intense. He's a very intense, lovely But this human, is a so
0: human point. man at one point. Oh, okay. he's passed. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Let's just make that clear. This was a human at one point. No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, now I want to know, and I know I'm like, I'm being a Pisces and going off track, but I really, now I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to know the asteroids within the human design chart, but... Oh, let's back
0: up. Okay, a yeah, bit, let's back, for back people up. People that like, are listening that still have no idea what we're talking about in a lot of ways. Like, I just want to be a little gentle to that, yeah, but then yeah, definitely yeah. let's go some weird places. Um, okay, so human design, raw,
2: raw. Okay, so I believe it was in 1987. <laughs> they say you want to be gentle, but I feel like there's no gentle way. Yeah, there, it's <laughs> true. It's true. Requires <laughs> um, <laughs> it requires some um, some faith. So, but then if you, like, experiment with human design, like, you know, generally people are, even people who are, like, very skeptical, like, my husband is actually, he's, like, half muggle, um, half (laughs) very magical, but, like, half muggle, and, like, he's, like, this sounds like a pile of bullshit, but then when we, like, talk about human design stuff, I'm, like, I look at his chart, and I'm, like, oh, yeah, like, right here, you're blah, 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 and he, it's, like, it nails him every time, um, Anyway, 1987, Ra is um, coming home. He's in Ibiza, of course. And um, he, like, gets to his little, like, ancient hut that he's living in. And there's a light under the door. You know, he left it. There was, like, nobody home. So, um, in fact, I think he, like, didn't even have a light at that point. Anyway, he walks in, and there's a voice. And the voice was like, are you ready to work? And basically, short story, he downloaded all this information, like, information was, like, given to him over the course of, like, I think seven, four to seven days, Um, kind of, like, everything, and it's, one thing that I think is really cool is that he describes the voice as, like, the voice of, like, an 87-year-old, like, smoking woman, like, this, like, coarse husky voice of, like, an old smoker, but um, the really Mm -hmm. cool thing was that, like, and I might have gotten the date wrong or the timeline wrong, but um, it was it was like 87 years after the death of Helena Blavatsky, the yes. um, theosophist. You know, yeah. So <laughs> like there's like a theory that like she like brought this information to Raw because um, a lot of the stuff he talks about, I feel like lines up like very, like it all lines up. It all connects. Um, and it really is just about, yeah, kind of well, what you said, like, (laughs) differentiating humans and really, like, allowing people to be who they are, Um, there's about to be, like, a really big shift, which, you know, I think we can all feel that, and um, human design is really for, like, the next couple generations, I think, more than us, but, like, we're kind of here to, like, start the process, Um, because it's amazing, like, if you have a kid and you can, like, bring this child up, like, oh my God, if I had been raised as a projector instead of being, like, scheduled every single day of the week, like, totally exhausted. I mean, my parents were amazing. They did the best they could. They did a great job. But, um, yeah, at the same time, like, holy shit, guys, just, like, leave me the fuck alone sometimes. Like, let me just, like, be in my room and, like, read books all day. Like, that would be great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean,
1: I just, I even think of, like, Just dropping into the statement of like projectors working three to four hours a day and that permission in a culture, and I know of course you're living in England now, it's like in the US for sure is this like kind of Capricorn work, work, work culture, Mm -hmm. you know, I work like 30, 35 hours a week and I mean it's like self-employment is kind of touch and go with that and I feel much better even at 30. And then I look, and you talked about this, like people working 60, 80, and, and, and there's like this story around, you know, our worth is tied to our productivity, and like projectors, if we, aha I'll just include myself for that moment, if you guys, if you all like, <laughs> yes. Freudian slip, uh, if you, you know, if you, if you live into your human design, and you have, again, what you were talking about, that structure, I mean that could be everything for someone this idea of um not necessarily having to go into this quote rat race in this way because the generators and manifesting generators are more of that like not that we're meant to be in the rat race either but um in into that kind of more energetic zone of I don't want to even use the word doing there but like the energy of the energy is how actually I want to put it like and it is so interesting because Then, you know, I have a dear friend who's a manifestor and it's really clear to me her energy is so different in terms of how she orients her system. My brother-in-law is a manifestor. One of my nephews is a manifestor. And it's like that I, it's like you can attune to their energy in this way that has more, I'm going to use the word compassion, um, understanding, uh, because it's like, it's, it's energy. It's reading energy, totally. which I get on my spiritual soapbox about all the time. Um, but I love it because it gives, uh, like you said, like a grounding space for, for that knowledge of like, oh, okay, perfect. Now I have this information that I can then uh, have a framework to like allow people around me to be who they're meant to be. Oh, and yeah, so exactly. there's no like, pre- especially projectors, I think of you all, and it's like, this, this pressure in the states to work and produce, which has its so many programmed dysfunctions anyway, let's be real. And so it's like, I think human design allows you to like deprogram in a way that is really, I, I don't know, I'm going to be like corny, but like, you know, unique and special and, and different because it's, it's like, no, 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 I'm, I'd say yes or a no. And, like, that was really big for me. I think it's in that show. I don't love it. (laughs) I have, like, qualms with this show, but um, the Umbrella Academy, I think he has a yes and a no written on his hand. And I was Um, like, this is, like, generator right there. He's like, yes, (laughs) no. Or, like, no thanks or something. I don't know. He has two things, like, written on his hand. Um, The medium. What's his name? I can't remember his name in the show. I haven't
2: seen it yet.
1: Yeah. I, I like him a lot, but he's definitely, it's like the kind there's some stereotypical mediumship stuff in there that I'm like, oh, can we not? And the show relies on bad communication as a plot twist or a plot mover. And that drives me absolutely nuts. I'm like, it's 2020. Like, find new plot devices. Anyways, anyone who works on that show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so it's like, yes and no. It's like this idea and it's given me permission to be like, nope, I don't want to, you know, hang out with this group of friends right now. I just don't feel, feel like it. I don't feel the energy of it. Rather than like, I would go into judgment of like Pisces, you know, like, all right, I'm a Pisces sun. I want flow, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of parts of my chart are like Libra, which is, you know, uh, Cardinal, Aquarius, which is fixed. Like a lot of my planets are, are really actually forward moving, but they're air in this different kind of way. So it's like interesting to, to because it like allows these other parts of myself to show up that's how I feel like human design it was like okay this part can kind of like show up I think it's really cool I don't know if you want to dive into this so I don't want to put you on the spot I think it's cool the stuff around digestion and food Ooh. is really interesting because there's this like yeah. pyramid that we were shown I'm talking about a pyramid pyramid of like food that we were shown I mean I grew up in the 90s like low fat high carb high sugar bullshit like and then, you know, there you must eat three times a day and, like, have this kind of meal and well-rounded. And right. we all have to, do, do, do. and to me, I think mine is, like, Jenna Zoe does something. I think mine is, like, a buzzing atmosphere or something like that. Yeah. But that, my digestion, I remember you told me, too, in my reading, like, to be a vegetarian. And I was, like, because I have the butcher's gate, which is, like past life gate and it's just interesting to think about so you were like okay if you're going to eat meat eat, eat meat with someone so I like rarely will eat meat alone now like I'm like oh god all right and I like call in my guides if I'm actually alone or my dog <laughs> oh my, oh my god, eat this me. meat with me <laughs> yeah the
0: energetics of eating
1: yeah just the huge. energetics of eating because you think of like when we distill it down to the physical and i want to honor the mental and physical i've not had an eating disorder myself so i don't want to speak to that like but i, I did grow up with a mom who pressured my sister and i into feeling like we had to have a certain body type in order to mm-hmm. dot 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 so i know the pressures of that i definitely deal with a lot of food uh, mental kind of wrapping my head around things and it, and it is it's like I know I'm like if it's distilled down into the physical then there are energetics I've missed and I think the human design allows you to structurally go up into the energetics to like yeah. work with it very directly I don't know if that makes sense that's what well, I love about yeah,
0: it <laughs> I think a way to kind of wrap that into a question of what I was hearing you talk about a lot and what I personally experienced especially with yeah, being a projector, I do agree that there is kind of a world coming where we're not operating on capitalism and money is kind of a whole new concept of the way that we approach it. But do you find that you do a lot of I don't I don't want to say hand holding, but it is like reading the chart, but then it's also helping people integrate that chart and realizing how they can be that. And it is sometimes combating cultural norms or you know it's like okay i two to four hours a day like of work i had never been so validated my my whole nervous system just was so relieved like took a deep breath but then the next beat is like okay how the fuck do i even make that happen like i'm gonna have to make tons of money an hour in order to do that which of course is possible when you have a specialization and i understand a lot of projectors kind of are geared towards that But even just, you know, having someone hear that and be like, fantastic, now what? Like, do you find, and I know you've structured some workshops, is that kind of also part of your practice is in helping people understand how to integrate the chart into their lives?
2: Totally. Yeah, like in any session, we would definitely like talk about like integration, like what to, you know, how to shift things or pieces or beliefs um, and... Yeah, because, you know, you can definitely give someone, like, any amount of mental information and, like, that's all well and good. But, like, until you actually start, like, applying it and, like, living it and embodying it, like, you're not going to see any change, you know, until you change something, like, nothing will change. Um, And then, yeah, probably for something like, how do I start working four hours a week when I'm, like, you know, currently working, or not four, four hours a day when, you know, you're working, like, eight, that's certainly, like, more of a longer-term process, Um, but just even, kind of, like, working with, like, the beliefs around, like, is that possible, or, okay, like, I mean, I think at that point, even, like, hearing that, like, you said, like, that permission and that validation, it's, like, oh, like, I can actually do this, like, I can actually have, like, I was made to do this, so it's, like, not, like, someone's just, like, well, this is just how it is, like, if I want to be successful, if I want to, like, build my own business, I just got to work, like, all the fucking time, because that's, that's how it's done, um, and fortunately now, like, we can see so many examples of people who are moving beyond that, um, I still definitely see a lot of people who are, like, super stoked about being projectors and, like, talk about human design a lot and, like, obviously are working their asses (laughs) off, and, like, then I see them, like, burn out, um, which, is also really, surely that sounded like really judgy and I didn't mean it sounded judgy. <laughs> like, like no, but I day. know what
0: you mean. Like I, The way that I've envisioned it, and maybe this will clarify kind of your point, is that projectors have like a very specific, it's like an outlet with a plug, right? You have to find the right outlet that has the specific wattage for your plug. And once you've done that, exactly. then it's like, oh, I could go all day, but if I plug into something that's too high voltage, I'm going to get shocked, or too low, it's going to, like, drain me, or something. You know, like, you have to find the right, and that's what, I think what you're saying is, like, sometimes if you do find that you're still operating in a capitalistic world or in that kind of generator mindset, instead of really being in your chart and in your design then you, you're all of a sudden, like, in the wrong plug, you know, and you kind of, like, then, you, uh, I mean, burnout is a huge piece for projectors, for sure.
2: Oh, my God, yeah, and and I, I also think that, like, that idea of, like, oh, you can only do, like, two to four hours of work, like, it doesn't mean that you're just, like, sitting on your ass, like, doing absolutely nothing, no judgment too about sitting on your ass and doing absolutely nothing like sometimes like we really do need to go through that process too to like regenerate and just like allow some like integration to occur or like whatever needs to happen um but even like finding those areas like if you are working like in an office job like finding areas throughout the day like okay like how can I like you know take it back a notch like can I like especially if it's the kind of thing where you're just like working at a computer like maybe and you just be like reading a cool article <laughs> for like, like, even being like a little sneaky about it. Cause I do feel, well, I don't know being, I don't want to recommend being sneaky cause that brings in weird energy, but like, I, you know, being the most like efficient. And I don't want to say efficient either. Cause that's like super like, you know, production energy. It's like, i the efficient worker. Um, but really like learning how to like manage your energy and making like whatever tweaks that you can, like, while you're in the situation, and just knowing that the situation isn't forever, um, and working, like, setting that intention, and, like, working to, like, get to that next level, and, like, get to, like, the point where, really, it would feel so good for you, um, and especially after burning out so hard, like, giving yourself plenty of time, honestly, to just, like, do jack shit, like, don't feel like, oh, I'm, like, okay, now I don't have to do this job anymore, So like, you know, running the exact same pattern with like the next thing that you're doing and like jumping in full force and you're like, I got to do this now and I got to make it happen. And which is totally what I did with like, even with the human design thing, I like left the jewelry and I was like so excited um, that I was totally running the same pattern and like not being a projector about it. And sometimes I still do that. Like, it's really hard. You get stoked about something and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go, go, go always bites me in the ass, like never works out the way that I want it to work out. But sometimes we do have to just like learn those lessons, like over and over and over again. Um, And yeah, it really is about like, getting into like your body and like releasing those like, you know, your mind is like, well, you should do XYZ based on, you know, society beliefs, whatever XYZ and really tuning into like, what's true in your body. Like, not even what you want or what you think you want, but, like, feeling into, like, what is actually true. Um, So, I think human design can really help us, like, get in tune with that over time. You know, it's not – probably not going to be, like, an immediate shift, but, like, building that muscle. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not even your own conditioning. It's that, but then also if you have these open centers, it's also – you're feeling other people's energy constantly and if they're in that mode and you have that like muscle memory of like, oh right, this is the mode, you just go back into it and you're not <laughs> in your own system in it. Yeah. 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 Okay, the next thing I kind of, maybe this will verge more into the asteroids and kind of more of it, <laughs> Alex has just been patiently waiting <laughs> over
1: here. Let's get weirder! <laughs> Which, I mean, let's be real, this is already pretty weird. This is our yeah, thing. you know. Uh, I'm like, let's next level weird it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah,
0: no. So Alex mentioned, you know, you can even dial into digestion in a way. So my kind of question, and this will lead into the weirder concepts, is what are some of the coolest things that you find, like the biggest things that people take away that are kind of shocked by, or yeah, these really cool, unique aspects that human design can bring to a person and their understanding of themselves. Obviously, the energy is, like, a huge piece, but what are some of, like, the quirky, really unique... Maybe it's the gates or the arrows or, you know, how. What what is your kind of favorite thing to nerd out on that is very specific in the chart?
2: It honestly, of course, is, like, totally different for everyone. Um, sometimes, like, people do really resonate with, like, the digestion thing, like, the eating thing. Um, like using me as an example um I am really designed to like eat the same thing every day like and I've done that since I was a little kid like you know I think all throughout like elementary school and middle school I literally ate like Eggo waffles with like corn syrup every single fucking day not that that was like healthy but it was just (laughs) like I want this every day like this is what I'm eating and all throughout my life it's like I'll eat the same breakfast like for years um I could just like make a big batch of like soup and just eat it all week. You know, some people are like, I had that for dinner last night. Like I can't have that again. And I'm like, no, just give me like the same. That's, and that's totally me. Like my body actually responds well, not necessarily to the egos and corn syrup, but um, like knowing what it's getting every time, like consistency is actually really good. It's kind of related to like the hunter gatherer diet where, it's all about, like, local, seasonal, and, like, okay, like, this berry and this meat are accessible right now, so, like, that's what we're gonna eat, like, this whole season, and the next season, you know, it, like, moves into something else, like, put in some root veggies, whatever, um, so, yeah, don't recommend going with the egos, but, like, some people really are designed to, like, be very consistent, um, and, like, I, so, Alex, it sounds like you were, um, like, are those in the arrows,
0: or are those specific gates? Like, where is that information kind of? Yeah, direction? that's
2: actually in the arrows, and it does require like a pretty ah. specific um, awareness of like your exact birth time because that it those start to get like really, really, really deep in the information in the chart. So um, there's you know bigger stuff that you can have, kind of have yeah. like a general idea. Um, and probably get like a good big picture overview, but then when you get to like those little tiny details, like you really have to be super specific. Um,
1: All my arrows are growing, are facing right. Oh
2: wow! I forgot that. That's pretty. That's that's cool. That's like you know you're like a you're bringing in this like new paradigm. Like
1: mm. um, you know, I don't remember what mine are. Now I like want to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like um, I know one of them is I'm a non-specific manifestor. I know that means that too, but, um, yeah. And yeah, the, the four arrows to the right was something I, we definitely talked about, um, as well, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I I, I think like, I just want to, I just love this conversation too, because it, it, it frames it away from judgment, you know, like it frames it away from judgment and into this space of, I, you know, I don't want to even use the word compassion, but I just love it because I could see someone, you know, being like, oh, well, I need a variety. And then they get indigestion, right. you know, what? or like, exactly. I think some systems like you're not supposed to eat in public or something like that.
2: <laughs> um, there are like, eat, like quiet, you might want like quiet yeah. spaces. So that's probably, it's more just like, you wouldn't want to go to like a loud restaurant. Um, Mhm. Uh, The manifestation thing, I, like, also want to add that I think, like, if you're, like, someone like you who is, like, quad, right, like, everything is right, I think it makes sense to be, like, non-specific, but other than that, I don't even fully necessarily always agree with, like, that non-specific, specific manifestation idea, because I think, like, there can be a lot of other factors, if, like, for, even if, like, those two arrows, if you look at your chart that are on the, um, the right side, I'm so bad with right and left, um, but, like, if one of them's pointing right and one of them's pointing left, then I think it can really be kind of, like, a mix.
0: Um, That's how mine is. Yeah, yeah I think,
2: just... yeah, mine too. Um, and I've definitely experienced, like, even before, you know, like, the whole specific, non-specific manifestation thing came in, like, I had experienced manifesting kind of both ways. Um, and I know other people who have experienced manifesting both ways. And um, it's always people who have that, like, mixed arrow. So I don't really think it's necessarily only the bottom right arrow. Um, but, you know. know, do whatever works. Like, that's the important thing. It's like do what works for you. Um, and, which is another thing about, like, human design. It's like, if something is, like, something isn't resonating, it could just be, like, the way that someone, like, presented it to you, you know? It could be, like, mm-hmm. okay, like, the way my filter of, like, communicating human design, like, just might not resonate with you, you know? And, or maybe, like, you know, you just don't pay attention to human design. Like, you know, it's like not like you don't have to have this information in order to live like a full, amazing, intuitive, aligned life. Um, But it can be a really awesome tool to have if you do feel like you're out of alignment. Um, So
0: how do, like, how do the gene keys come in, for example? Or, you know, how do the asteroids come in?
2: Okay, so the gene keys are also based on, um, well, in human design, when you talk about the gates, um, there are 64 different energies, like, throughout these energy centers in your body, and I think it's so fascinating about these gates, these 64 gates, um, they're based on the I Ching, which is, like, the most ancient book known to humankind, I believe, um, which is a description of the 64 different expressions available to human beings like energetic expressions and then you know of course like recently science has discovered that there are like 64 codons in our dna that can be activated like there's all like throughout like all of the human design and gene key stuff there's like all of these like amazing like little like everything lines up um
1: so thank you science for catching up Thank you. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, this is uh, I'm always is. like, I love you, science, but you are the last one to the party. <laughs> always. And they're like, the party started, right? And I'm like, listen, we've been here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I have to just a little bit of shade, a little bit of shade. Okay. Yeah,
2: i right there with you on that. Um, okay, let's see. So the
0: the I Ching, yeah, yeah, with the gate. So is it when you have certain gates defined, those I Ching numbers and then the gene key description of of them are, like, in your, okay.
2: Yes, yeah. Um, And Richard Rudd, the guy who um, brought the gene keys in, like, he, it sounds like he and um, Ra were kind of, like, on a similar track. And then he started studying human design and then he got like the download, like the Gene Keys downloads. Um, and then he also has um, sort of similar to like the body graph, these, what is it called? The golden, I have the books like right here cause I love them. Yeah, the, like a Venus sequence or like a prosperity sequence. And it's just, it's okay. back to center of the gene keys so they're basically um yeah they're related to the gates and gosh I don't even know how to describe them they're it's like they're these like magical like universal like when you read them or when I have the when I read them I have the experience of like reading this thing that like I inherently know to be true it's like kind of that thing where it's like you already know this thing you're just like remembering this information. Um, And so for each one, he has like the shadow frequency, like the gift frequency and the city frequency. So it's like on the lower expression, um, like for example, we just came out of gate 48, the well, which is like a really huge one for me. It's like fear of inadequacy, like this idea that you always have to have like another course or like another certificate or, you know, like kind of never feeling like you're ready to like trust your deep, deep, deep inner knowing. Um, so the shadow frequency of this one is inadequacy. Um and then you move to like the gift frequency is like when you're really like operating on the level of like trust in this like thing that's within you. Um so that's like the gift and then the highest frequency, the city frequency is sort of like beyond time and space and it's you like transcend it. Like,
0: right. It's like
2: it's what?
0: Sorry, if you like transcend it, right?
2: Yes, yeah, it's, like, the ultimate expression, like, the purest essence of, like, this energy. So, um yeah, I love his way because it's really all about, like, I feel like where whereas Ra was more on, like, the sort of the scientific, strategic, more, like, left-focused, like, masculine way of looking at this stuff, like, Gene Keys feels, like, the more, like, feminine, like, nebulous um more like experiential like his whole thing is like contemplation like you kind of like take this stuff in and then you kind of roll it over in your mind like over time it's something that like unveils itself over time like it's not like you're just gonna read the thing and you're like got it which is human design as well but um yeah especially with the gene keys like and these sequences like in human design we have the incarnation cross which is like your purpose in life, like your the the ultimate expression of like your essence in this world, which isn't necessarily like your career. And also just cause you know what your incarnation cross is, does not mean you're going to, you're going to like be like, Oh yeah, that's my purpose. Like I know what to do now. Like it doesn't work like that. Um, and then his is called, um, Oh my God, I can't even remember what it's called. I like never remembered. I'm really bad with names. Um, but it's basically like this kind of the same idea, but it's like more of a journey, like through the cross. It's not just like, this is your cross. Um, it's beautiful. It's a really beautiful, like, way of, like, expanding, like, human design, I think. Um, and it is all based on, like, the activations in like, a normal human design chart, which I love that I can, like, say, like, oh, it just goes back to the old normal human design chart, like, no big <laughs> deal, nothing fancy, <laughs> like, like, as if that already is been, like, a, a, the weirdest, most complicated thing. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean but it's it's like and it's also all right, here I am with the asteroids, but it is also like the asteroids, the feminine aspect of this like mm-hmm. more nebulous zone. And and it you know, I always say I'm not an astrologer, but you know, I think like the energy of the planets when I like connect to the energetics of the planets feels it's action. That's what how they're described in books. It's how and, and that's re- it. Can be reductionist, of course, but and I always link action to masculine. And so it was really cool. Raya was like talking about the asteroids, so I like nerded out, and then I would, like came back and was like, "Oh my god, we got to talk about this!" Like I was like freaking out because it was so. It's so cool to see like this more nebulous zone and we think of like an asteroid like what's an asteroid like what you know and and everyone always talks about chiron and chiron's the more masculine of all of them you know and so now people you know with that the conversation of like widening out to that nebulous space i'm just gonna go you know like the feminine is where the energetic like origin it it's the inception point it's the lover's card in tarot it's the feminine like womb space even
0: <clears throat>
1: right and so it's interesting because it's like circle you're widening out to that nebulous zone but it's also like this this connection back to the beginning and uh, back to the inception, back to the origin, like It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Right? So each
0: one really embodies like a different goddess archetype almost, Mm -hmm. which are like these divine feminine aspects. And so it does bring a lot of, I don't know, color, like beautiful depth and dimension to an astrology chart. So when connecting that with human design, is it similar to when you're looking at your astrology chart with the transits? That the transits, affect you and what's going on now I know that you can like look at somehow a more yeah. dimensional um, view of your chart in relation to the transits of the planets but it, it, is it also the asteroids like defined when you were born as well so it's the kind of yeah. duality of those two
2: yeah totally it's yeah it's pretty much exactly the same as astrology like you have this like map of like your like this is how you were coded at birth um, but then there's is that level of like the transits and like okay like what's being activated right now. Um, and I actually have really as with the asteroids like this is a fairly recent thing for me. So I've only been just looking at like what is coded like at birth um, for myself and for clients. And even just that like I'm still having so much of like a blast just with the asteroids, and it's been like so eye opening and illuminating and like spot on. Um, yeah, I haven't even moved into like looking, looking at the transits, but I imagine those would be like just as, just as eye-popping. Um, yeah, it is like basically the same kind of structure.
0: Cool. So, so certain asteroids would be present. Is it, is, is it expressed like in your chart through certain gates or is that something that's just like, okay.
2: Um, yeah. So I think the one, did I, did that in fact, did I mention this earlier? Um, so the one that really blew me away, I was just, just starting to get into this. And, um, I was looking at Persephone and reading about that archetype and like what she means and her journey. And it's like really all about this, like initiation, like where you will be initiated, like where you may have become like really comfy and then where you're like forced into this, like descent into the underworld you know this like deeper darker unknown space to like regain this forgotten power and I looked at where she was activating my human design chart and it was like it was intuition and like authentic self-expression and both of those were like exactly like what I had been really like like, you think, I was, like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good with my intuition, I'm good with my self-expression, like, I'm fine, and then, like, I sort of was, like, initiated into this idea of, like, no, like, you have this, like, so many, like, ego layers, like, you've been just, like, feeding your ego, and, like, it's really time to, like, get down to the truth of, like, who you actually are, and, like, not being afraid to be yourself, and, like, self-expression, um, and yeah trusting your intuition and it was just like so mind-blowing and like so affirming and wow yeah so, yeah. Or, so certain
0: oh, asteroids can activate differently in different charts
2: yeah oh oh absolutely like everyone's okay. gonna have like, so i'm a still kind of wrapping my head activation. around it okay
1: <laughs> well and or i think of like the mythology of it like five and a half years of latin growing up uh, <laughs> and i still love that i would i would turn to my latin teacher and be like but this is real when she talked about, like, gods and goddesses. And I, she was like, no, it's mythology. And I was like, but mythology is real. And she was just like, I don't know what to do with this student. <laughs> like, I was like, they're real. Like, and, But, so I think of, like, Ceres, like, her, which is also an asteroid, I believe. I am mean, yes. I'm, like, learning these things. That's her, of course, her mom. And that's where we get the seasons because Persephone has to marry Hades. And he goes, she goes oh. into the underworld. And I remember being like, well, we're always seeing this from the mother archetype of her grieving and that's how we get fall and winter, the letting go and when the the, the stillness and then when Persephone comes back uh, above ground is I guess how we'll put it. She's like ushered in, you know, the spring and the summer and like the thriving. And it's, and it's interesting. I always think of like, Persephone you think of this journey for her like oh poor Persephone she has to marry Hades Hades must be a jerk he's in the underworld like but it's like all these parts of ourselves that are scorpionic Mercury's in Scorpio right now about to go retrograde it's like all these aspects of ourselves that are like that deep like we we've talked about like Lilith a little bit, like feminine, right. you know, and it, it like occurred to me as you were talking, I was like, right, like I we all just like assumed in this way that Persephone didn't didn't wanna go to the underworld and I'm like, What if she was like, Pace? <laughs> like <laughs> and she just like you know, loved Hades, and, like, they had this, like, wild, amazing scorpionic sex. Like, who, you know, like, why Why is this, you know, attached to this? It's just interesting to, like, layer on the mythology
2: into this
1: and talk about, like, unplugging from patriarchy or capitalism. It's, like, this idea of we, like, assign sometimes, I think, the structure even of the mythology, and the asteroids are, like, uh what <laughs> right because they're out there existing in this you know i think someone called it wild feminine but i love this idea of of that again yeah she and hades are just down there like getting it on doing whatever they want right like she probably loved that time she comes back up all innocent like hey mom Grow the crabs now. Well <laughs> yeah, maybe like the first
0: time it was this like dark night of the soul, like, right. whoa, what? I don't know how to explore these like the underworld literally. Terrifying. Right? Yeah. But then once you've done the shadow work, you're like,
1: <laughs> let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like Sup demon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we have a friend. Hi oh, Cat. <laughs>
2: Try not to let her like knock you guys like leave the meeting <laughs> no no yeah, they're actually no. all here we've got cat. Like, yeah I'd love to actually hear oh. a little bit oh, oh my goodness all of them. I'm sorry yeah, that the listeners can't good.
0: see they're giving each other um baths or whatever you'd say grooming <laughs> um I don't they're know perfect. I don't speak cat But how was the move? Maybe we could touch on that just a little bit sidestep because I know that a lot of it was really perfectly like a Mm -hmm. moment for you to trust your chart or to trust yourself or trust, you know, learn how to kind of navigate during a time that is so... I uncertain and just wild like making a big change like how did you moving through that like using your intuition or using what you know from your chart like come in
2: and you specifically you oh, sorry I missed it because I was listening to the cats you said the, the move like the, the, move, move, yeah. the move yeah the
1: move because you were in Montana right yes yeah
2: yeah yeah so this was a really funny weird Everything really with the move, like, came together, like, pretty effortlessly, like, until we actually, like, left Montana. Um, So we were able to move first because my husband's family is British, so he was able to get citizenship, and then I got a spouse visa. Um, So the plan was to sell our house in Montana, go to Georgia, where I'm from, um, for, like, a couple months or maybe even just six weeks, and head to England And that was that. It was, like, already, honestly, the most complicated, stressful thing in the world, like, figuring out how to do all this stuff and, like, get us and the cats over. And um, then COVID happened, and it was turned into um, just kind of an epic shit show. Like, I couldn't couldn't really do readings. I didn't have a place to do readings. I was too, like, stressed out to do readings. Um, It honestly feels like just a whole different... It was. It felt like a real dark night of the soul. Honestly, like I don't really have much um like uplifting things to say about like. Well, I like connected with my truth and my <laughs> intuition led me to like. Like it wasn't like that. It was like being in like the soul. Like, yeah, it was like dark night of the soul because it was. God, I don't even know. Um, And it definitely, I I do have a little bit of judgment about it because I think it was really a missed opportunity for me to like really get comfortable with like, you know, tuning into that like inner space of like pure trust and like being, being with what is, you know, but we were in, um, like we were staying in our friends, like this little room they have off of their house which was amazing. Like it was super, I loved being like so close to like cool people. Um, but at the same time, like we were all like me and my husband and three cats, we were all in this like little tiny room, like one single room. Um, and there was like an outdoor kitchen, which like didn't really it had like a hot plate for a stove. And I'm like very much like a homebody kitchen witch. And like, I also need my space (laughs) and like the whole end COVID was happening. Um, So everything was like terrifying and like, you know, our kitchen, it's like, I was like, Oh, I really want to like stock up on everything. I actually like pretty early um, was like got a bunch of like disinfectant and like hand sanitizer, like kind of before like the world did. And I came home with it one day and my husband and friends were like, you're fucking crazy and then everyone was like, we want your hand sanitizer. <laughs> Um And which I mean, I also like, okay, so I for sure think COVID is like man-made. I also think it's like fucking real. Like it's an actual real virus. It's <laughs> like, I'm not like a person who's like, it's just like a weird, like it's much, I think it's definitely a bigger thing than, you know, just like a normal, like flu, just the way it's like fucking people up and mm-hmm infertility and yeah well man-made virus um so you know I was like terrified of that at the time I was really letting like that collective energy like hit me pretty hard and I was like oh I want to come home from the grocery store and have like a decontamination zone and I want to be able to like wash my clothes and like we really didn't have like any of that and um didn't know like when we were going to get to go to England didn't really have anywhere else to go um like flights kept getting canceled it was like okay well are we gonna get on this flight and then to find that like the cats haven't been able to get on the flight and then like we're in England or like or the cats maybe end up in England or like we don't it was a night it was a nightmare but um we're here we got there we're we're yeah that's really all I can say <laughs> <laughs> like, and now it's I'm so glad we're here it's, it's amazing I really feel like very very at home here um yeah, it oh, like, doesn't feel like I've done anything weird, honestly. It's just like, yeah, this is where I belong. Um, at least for now, it is. I miss my friends, but right now I think I'd be missing them
1: anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How did you and your husband meet? Can I ask that? How did what? You and your husband meet.
2: So in Athens, there was this place called The Hanger that was like a Sort of DIY show space, like he had art spaces. Um, it was like a closet hut, and he and a bunch of kids rented it, and he like built out the inside with lofts and spaces. So there were like punk shows and art studios, and I just thought it was really cool. And I was like, I want an art studio there because I before had been like kind of by myself in like this weird building, and um, and he was a total babe. So yeah. it's like. This guy, and finally, um, yeah, he got on board. So here we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was a tough nut to crack, though. I'll say that.
1: Oh, my best friend's husband's British. <laughs> I'll just yeah, tough nut to cr- <laughs> <laughs> not not to like stereotype British people at all. But it's like it's it is it's, it there is a there's definitely an interesting cultural thing there that I think. She's like, it's interesting. But he's an Aquarius. He's like a double Aquarius or something. Aquarius, Libra, I don't know. Uh, and his moon is also something weird where I'm just like, he's a triple air sign. I just know that. So I think he is a Aquarius, Libra, Gemini moon. And I'm like, okay. That's me. Oh my God. Ah! <laughs> oh, I love all, it. All so, like, yeah. So, you guys sometimes act like you're not weird, and you are. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always like, Molia, Gareth is weird. He, I, yeah, I think she listens too. Weird. So, I'm like, play it for him. Gareth, you're weird. <laughs> because I like he's a triple air sign, and he's like, you know. So, it's so funny. Whenever I'm around him, I'm just like, listen, whenever you want to be weirder, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think i do that to everyone though so yeah, this is an invitation <laughs> invitation to be weird <laughs> so are you an aquarius laurel
2: yeah like uh, my sun rising and venus and aquarius um gemini moon like yeah, venus jupiter and saturn and pluto and libra is it pluto or is it uranus i can't remember
1: your, wow. uh, your, your pluto is well, probably in libra all of ours probably is oh okay yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah generationally that's the okay, only cool. thing we would have generationally. No,
0: I'm I'm different, I think. What oh. did you say Jupiter? Mine's in Pluto. Capricorn. Pluto's in Scorpio for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you. Yeah, gonna... so I'm a little behind. Yeah. yeah.
1: it's a
2: lot of That time. is a lot
0: of air though. Interesting. Uh-huh.
2: It's so much air and I have, like zero earth and like my husband's like all all earth. He's actually not his fa- his mom's British, but he's not British. He's like half mm. British, half Italian, but he's still like he's like he kind of acts like it he's like all well he's a sag but like Scorpio cusp with like a ton of Virgo and Capricorn Uh, Um, so you had to long
1: con
0: him is what you're saying you (laughs) had to just hang out at the closet hut
2: for a while
0: yeah
1: make it happen
0: Yeah.
1: one step at a time
0: well what can we do to kind of close out I just want to be yeah. mindful of time and I feel like we've covered a lot of beautiful ground
1: yeah how, how can people get in touch with you yeah, yeah. tell us about okay. your stuff
2: so right now my website is laurelhillworkshop.com but honestly like that I I made Laurel Hill workshop when I was kind of closing out Laurel Hill jewelry and I was like well I need something because it's like not jewelry but I also might make jewelry but now that's like not really feeling as like it's. Cha- I mean, I want to change it, and I kind mm-hmm. of know what I want to change it to, but I'm not like one hundred thousand percent sure. But it's also the kind of thing like where one side to side, like it'll be done that afternoon. Um. So right now, I'm sure I'll have the like the little re reroute set up. So yeah, LaurelHillWorkshop.com. Um. Same thing on Instagram. And, yeah, if you sign up for the newsletter, there's, like, a human design, um, like, overview. It's, like, 20 pages of, like, just, like, the basics. And then I also have strategy and authority workbooks that um, are, like, super affordable. They're, like, 11 bucks to just, like, give you the basic overview of, like, your specific energetic signature. Um, And I'm really super stoked right now about the archetype readings that I'm doing. Because they're just, like, so, like, they're so fun. And super illuminating and I think they can just like open up you know so much it's like once you kind of like get that affirmation it like really can like light a fire under your ass to be like oh I can like embody this like this is this is who I am um and then I also have something that's been percolating for ever like since I left jewelry which is like this I think it's going to be a group program, but it keeps, like, shifting. It's, like, very nebulous, but it really is all about, like, being in that, like, dark liminal space where, like, you do feel like you're, like, falling apart or unraveling or you're going through a transition and you, like, don't know what's happening or you don't know what's next and, like, really being, like, navigating that space with, um, like, peace and, like, a sense of, like, wonder and discovery and, like, play instead of you know letting it be this like fearful thing and of course there's like some like work to be done you know it's not like all this like you know playground but um yeah it doesn't have to be like terrifying or scary and we don't have to like do it alone so that's what I want to create with that um
0: and that's your labyrinth right
2: yeah yeah labyrinth and Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what happens cool. for that. Um, yeah, this week with all the shifts that are happening, I feel like kind of like everything is going to change. So we'll just, we'll just see what happens.
0: I guess one other that. thing, if, if you do want to book a reading with you, if somebody wants to book a reading with you, um, if they can do that on their website. And I guess if you have any recommendations, like should they go into kind of some of the basics of their charts so when they talk to you? you can go deeper in or like how would you describe that yeah
2: so the readings like the human design readings actually will which I call like clarity sessions because they're 99 I don't even know that much like they're mostly based on human design but like we can also usually that kind of like goes into like patterns and beliefs and like a general life theme but um yeah, if you book one of those readings, they come with the strategy and authority workbook, so you can kind of work through those beforehand. Because often, like when you hear like projectors, if you're like, "Oh, I'm supposed to wait for the invitation," people are like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And it can sound really disempowering. Or even for generators, which is like seventy percent, they're like, um, "You know, wait for the like response, like feel that response in your body, and you know, it's this. It doesn't really make sense until you." like, hear a whole big, long description about it, so it's, like, they really, like, break it down in, like, understandable language, um, so it comes with those, and, yeah, just go on the website and book in, or, you know, DM me on Instagram, like, whatever feels easy and chill.
0: Amazing, yeah, and if you want pretty pictures of her cats or her, um, beautiful landscape, definitely follow the Instagram. Yeah, and you're doing the Gene Key newsletter, which I've been really loving. I know you're also kind of conjunct, well, I don't know what word to use there, also posting it on Instagram, but you can mm-hmm. sign up for, like, updates of where the sun's moving, like, in the Gene Keys, which I really have loved tracking, mm-hmm. so that's another great yeah, thing.
2: thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's actually a separate newsletter, so I feel like, yeah, if you want that one too, sign up for both of those. Well, thank you so yeah, much. Thank for you being so much for the time. It was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah we yeah, both just it. love it was your work. so words. good seeing
1: you
0: guys again. Yeah. Yeah. And book a session with Laurel. I mean, literally, yes. it's so intricate. It's helpful to have a guide walk you through it. And you're such a lovely presence for that. So, yeah. Thank
2: you. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay, bye, awesome. everyone. Bye, everyone.